Hello and welcome to Chain- the Chainsaw Buffet Podcast, the podcast that uh, is excited about the upcoming movies for 2013, like Hansel and Gretel, Witch Hunters, <laughs> and uh, Jay and Silent Bob go on strike. Is that actually a real thing? It could be. I don't know. Have you guys seen the shit that Hollywood's making now? At least it would be... I don't think Kevin Smith makes movies anymore. Yeah. The the line between internet joke and actual movie has become increasingly blurred. Just I blame Abraham Lincoln, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and Snakes on a Plane. Just string together any uh, non-swear words, and you've got a potential movie title. It might exist, it might not. There's no telling anymore. Uh, Hollywood has reached... Near rule, like a non-pornographic rule 34. If it exists, there's a movie of it. Yes. Call me when they hit the real movie. pornographic rule 34. Um, I'm, we were talking about this earlier, and I'm, I'm holding out for Bob Dylan Werewolf Hunter. Um, it's going to be good. Monica Lewinsky Zombie Slayer. I, I actually... Also going to be good. I, I like the idea of Bob Dylan Werewolf. It could be like an alternate history sort of thing, kind of like uh, I'm Not you, There You was. mean all of... You mean all of these others aren't? Um, no, Abraham Lincoln really, really... They are a blight on the name of alternate history. But it actually follows his career. And... Dylan, I don't know if you uh, saw this link that Patrick sent to us on Twitter, but uh, he linked to a movie on Amazon called FDR, American Badass. <laughs> I saw it, but I did not read. I I wasn't sure. Like I just clicked on it if on my phone. Is, I wasn't I'm sure just going to tell involved. you this. If there is not a scene where he gets out of his wheelchair, picks up, and beats a Nazi to death with it, that is not a movie worth seeing. Well, it stars Barry Bostwick and Kevin Sorbo. Ooh. Which Kevin, one of them please, plays Kevin FDR. Sorbo is FDR. <laughs> Crossing all fingers, Kevin Sorbo, FD. Looking at the box art, that does not look like Kevin Sorbo. So Damn! I wanted Hercule Roosevelt. But he's got like a fucking machine gun in his hand and smoking one of those long cigarettes that you see. Oh, Tell tell me that it's a wheelchair with machine guns. Is is a wheelchair with like some? I think it does. No, I'll man. send you this this. Uh, I'll, I'll hand you my tablet <laughs> so you can see it. Yep, that is wheelchair mounted uh, <laughs> Gatling guns. Yeah, and I think I see maybe what's Hitler next? in the background. What, it's definitely Barry Bostwick as as FDR. I was what's next? Taft riding around in a in a bathtub on wheels with machine guns on it. I hope so. And that bathtub better be full of bacon. Bathtub biplane. Steampunk biplane bathtub full of bacon. It's a raft. (laughs) Thank you. You're supposed to get on the raft with Taft. Get on the Taft raft. I can't really argue with that. You can't really argue with the fact that the man got stuck in his own bathtub. We call... Mr. President, we've developed something for you. What is it? Well, it looks like a bathtub, but it floats and has guns. It's bigger, too. (laughs) What do you call it? Well, we're going to call it the Taft Raft. Awesome. You know, the sad thing is, somebody's going to hear this and make a movie out of this. And then we're going to sue the shit out of them for a cut. I need to to research Taft now and come up with an enemy for him to fight, because obviously Nazis are are a no-go. Um, when was he president? I was about to ask the it's same been, thing. It's been literally, it's been third or fourth grade since I had to do a presentation on Taft, so I'm not likely yeah, to remember. He's, uh, and he's not associated. The good news no, is, no, neither no. is everybody else, so you won't get called onto the carpet for not being he, historically accurate. Could he fight Indians? Could he fight, could he fight, um, sure, I think why the British. Not? Could he fight one of the Frederick Williams of Prussia? 
Or one one of them would have been around, yeah. Because Otto von Bismarck would be roughly eighteen eighty something. I'm thinking, and then if he fought Bismarck, early. he would lose. Well, duh, Bismarck always wins because he wrote his own biography. Um, but I, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Prussia, Taft Prussia. versus Prussia. It's gonna be proto Nazis, you know. Given the state of American, you know, like the, the American understanding of history. This is already more historical than most things out there because it's based on stuff that is real. True. We're likely to get caught. You know, we're likely to be a box office flop just because we're being a little bit too intellectual for people. I think basically Russia. Russia what the hell is that? What's up, Russia? As long as we keep is that it, like, like Russia? Poland and Russia <laughs> got together. Really, I, I, I do kind of figure <laughs> that, that sounds like some sort of uh, Italia fanfic. Yes, it does. Oh, and it probably is. Russia and Poland website. had a baby. They called it Prussia. Oh, it's going to grow up to be a douchebag. Um, That's why I should. With all of the cultural sensitivity Japan is known for. Exactly. I'm, I'm continuing my disdain from uh, uh, Yamakon, where that girl just asked Chris, Hey, uh, do you do you like Homestuck? You should ship these characters, knowing nothing about uh, Homestuck. You should. And vaguely even understanding what the term shipping is, except just in context. What? what? I still don't know what shipping means, and don't... You really don't, don't one of you dare know. explain it, or I will punch you so hard. <laughs> it, it, I don't understand. It. I can do You simul- ever come across knowledge that you wish you could erase from your brain? I, 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 you know what? Realize I can do simultaneous throat nut punch. I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and keep on talking about it without defining it. Um... What is the benefit of suggesting that someone accept a particular ship into their heart as their personal There, There whatever? is none, because then you're just... It's some sort of uh, imaginary fan wink. Is this like the... A literal Is this like wink. the purely emotional version of a drug addiction? More or less. Yes. All right. Sort of all fanfic is, if you ask me. But... I agree. Oh. Like, as well it's... as written while the... Uh... Author was on drugs most of the time. Uh, I've read some very good fan fictions. Just gonna say that. Uh, I'm, I'm sure. not saying it doesn't exist. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I'm just saying here's what it most takes. of it is not. Here's what it takes to write fanfic. To say, you know, I love this thing, but I could do better. There's some there's <laughs> some serious ego involved in fanfic. Well, not okay. Okay, really? here here's yes, here's really. the situation where I can see this. Yes. Uh, something that hasn't been touched since say Forty years, but then you know what you're just doing. You're just you, you may as well just. Uh... Well, that's like if you say that you're saying okay. Here's these characters. I'm going to do a fan fanfic. Holiday Inn fanfic. Right. Write <laughs> a fanfic sequel. So you're saying though that I anyone who does fan art, if they just do it out of pure ego, it's you know I can do better. I can draw Ido Yasha better than, you know, what's her name? There's a difference no, between doing fan art. No, what I don't I'm think... saying is, I mean, it's the same you're thing. You're like something. You're, Charlie, you're I think... You're generalizing. I think you are assuming that, like, okay, the ego may not be... If there is ego, it may not be intentional. But there is a sense of, I am taking ownership of this character. And you can argue whether taking ownership of a character or a property is appropriate. If I'm saying anything, I'm saying that all fanfic writers are bad people. I agree with this. I disagree. How much bad fanfic did you go through to get to the good stuff? Really? Not Have that much. Have you blotted much. it out from your mind? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> She's obviously lost. 
She, she just needs, wants another hit. She needs Jesus and a 12-step program, something fierce. Oh, my gosh. No. Also, there's <laughs> there's a real problem with uh, writing fan fiction, and that's that sooner or later, uh, if, if the thing you're writing fan fiction about was worth the shit, you're going to make more of it, and it's probably going to just blow your shit out of the water, and that's when people go on the internet and complain about uh, a sequel, because it doesn't match up with what they had in their fans. Wait, complaining on the internet? I've never encountered that. You know, I, I am thinking that Considering that this is turning into just a podcast about complaining about fan fiction, you could get that at any convention or on the internet. Oh, yeah. We are... Uh... Let's, let's be constructive. <laughs> By not talking about fanfic anymore. I agree. Oh. So, Ho- Hawkeye and Gretel, Witch Hunters. Man, which is basically... I thought that was... I mean, honest to God, yes, when I is. heard that name, that I thought, <laughs> this is some kind of a joke that somebody's made parodying recent movie trends. Dude, the Gr- the Brothers Grimm was a movie years ago. Like, it's been... The concept has been done before. This is The just... difference is they're storytellers, not you characters know? in a... In, in a... In, no, in a fairy the name tale of the nothing movie but... is The Brothers Grimm. It's a movie about the Brothers Grimm fighting I know, fighting it makes sense because they write about what they know. See, this isn't taking two characters whose main thing was being cute, helpless, and almost eaten by a witch because they're dumber than a bag of hammers and can't find their way home, and turning them into killers. Do we know the backstory? Maybe it's that they were captured and they want to prevent yeah, other yeah, people I, from suffering I, I, I don't care. Yeah. I, I don't care. It's still stupid. I, okay. I would like to interrupt this discussion. Thank I was, God. I was Please. looking through uh, IG, IGN's list of the Ultimate <laughs> 2013 movie list, which, frankly, their idea of Ultimate needs <laughs> some work. But uh, towards the very end, The Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Yes, <laughs> That secret life of Walter Mitty. Wait, the story uh, you were forced to read in seventh grade, yes, now made into a movie. Read. Um, allow me. The remake of the classic tale follows the timid uh, magazine photo manager Ben Stiller, who also directed oh, Case holy Supreme, shit. who lives vicariously through daydreams, embarks on a true life adventure with Ben uh, Stiller. Still when has a negative career. goes missing with Sean Penn, Kristen Wig, uh, Wig wait, and Adam Scott. Wait, wait. Negative Ghost Missing. You mean they actually added a real adventure plot? They have to add a story to it. I no. just hope Ben Stiller kills himself at the end of the movie. I could see this, this working as an art film ben, if it was like a period piece. Why does Ben Stiller do... even still have a career? I agree, but listen, he, he directed ben. the movie, so this is all him. This is the only reason he's in this movie. Wow. But seriously, it's not a spoiler if you've been through high school. This is true, is but you... Most people. I, I'm going to play the counter-argument. You, you watch it because you want to see what they, they do with it. You mean to it. You mean to it. it yeah. How horrible it is. Again, this is assuming that it yeah. is a good oh, movie. Oh, wait. Now, how many people, like, though, go into a movie based on an established work of whatever, going, I want to see how they change it. I'm really interested in how Not they how change it. Not how they change it, it but how they... Because you don't want them to change... You don't go into a movie based on a book Wanting there to be change. You want to see exactly what you well, saw no, in your a, mind when you read A movie about daydreaming. Never mind. What? Never mind. It, it, at least, unlike The Hobbit, it, it's um, probably going to be shorter than, than, the Hobbit. than your kid's childhood. Yeah. I, I, mean, I, I, I still feel bad for The Hobbit. Why? I wanted it to be so much better than it was. It was good, but I, I wanted it to be 
Excellent. I I have not seen it yet, but the thing is, it's uh, it's just completely ridiculous for them to make like nine hours worth of movies out of it. Have we we haven't talked about the Hobbit on the podcast, have we? No, no. but I haven't seen it. Well, no, no, I won't. I won't discuss. Well, I read the book. Yeah, exactly. I, I've read the I, book. I, I, I won't discuss any specifics. I just don't understand how they're going to get. Three I, I am amazed. Out of it. Yeah, I, I am totally amazed that they're going to try and get three movies out of it, especially when the first movie was like two hours and forty five minutes. Which was at least all three minutes of them are going to be that long. But yeah. and but no, the part that annoys me, I guess, or like I said, it was good, but it wasn't great. And what really annoyed me about it was the length, due to anything. It seemed like everything that was anything that was apply, implied in the novel. They're like, eh, screw it. We're actually going to show you exactly what happened. And that's how you're. That, that's a lot of how you're seeing characters that don't actually ever appear in the Hobbit in the Hobbit. Um, it adds a lot of time without really adding, to me, in my mind, anything to the story. Like, they're really trying to make it link into Lord of the Rings. I mean, as, much as, it, as much as it probably actually did, but you wouldn't know that unless you had all the appendices and notes and, you know, it's, it, they're trying, they're trying to force yeah. a connection. Well, you could. I think you could argue that that's the way well, it prequels was not and sequels written. work now. The The Hobbit was not written to tie into Lord Lord of the Rings anyway. Right. He went back later and Tolkien was making the shit out of it. A because, you know a set of myths for yeah you know this fantasy world. Whereas a, a lot of times nowadays we want movies that conveniently tie back into each other. Look at uh, Battlestar Galactica and Caprica. Look at uh, you know the Star Wars prequels and the Star Wars sequels. Like, there's too many... Yeah. The world is too small because there are too many coincidences. But anyway, as a result, it, it is overlong and is annoying at part. The, the way, best way to sum it up was actually what Dave, I think it's, uh, Dave Edelstein, the movie critic, said, which was, The Hobbit is your punishment for loving Lord of the Rings. <laughs> the and movies it, or the books? Yes. I think he probably meant the movies. I think it, it works either way, personally. But, I mean... They could have gotten two movies out of it and still covered everything because you really couldn't do it in one, I don't think. I think you could easily do it in one. It's not that long a book. No. Not that much happens. No, but I can't help but think of the Rankin and Bass version, which I love, but still completely leaves out a good-sized chunk of the book. So I think if you really wanted it to to show, like, without cutting anything out, what happens in the book, I think you could do it in two movies. But probably two movies that are each no more than two hours. Not, I, not three, two I really think it does not minutes. need more than one movie. Uh, I don't know. I mean, there, there's... Because there's... you're going to end up leaving out Bjorn. So? I like Bjorn. That's my only gripe with the ranking He's of the a Bastard. smelly woods movie. But I'll tell you turns what, into... when they get to the last movie of The Hobbit, if Smog doesn't have a big cat face, I'm going to be pissed. Smog doesn't have a big cat face? Have you ever seen the Rankin and Bass? No. Version? Yeah, in their version, Smog has this sort of cat dog wolf like face. Cat dog. Cat, cat dog, dog wolf. It's well, maybe it's more wolf thing. It's got some cat features to it. It's like a wolf mixed with a cat kind of a face. Which is actually kind of freaky looking, but kinda of awesome. Like it does not look like a traditional dragon in the head. It's which is pretty cool. All I know is it's gonna be Sherlock versus uh Watson, apparently. Really? Yeah, because I, I want to say... That's um, interesting. Benedict, what's Cumberbatch. his face, is playing Smog. He's in everything now. Yes. 
Apparently, including... once you're in Sherlock, you have to be an everfin. Yep. Being all the things. Because isn't he also the bad guy in the new Star Trek? Yes, yes. he is. Who is he? Nobody knows. No, okay. Yeah. Nobody's quite clear. Now, there's implications <laughs> that it's somebody from the original series, somebody that shows up, and people think, well, okay, he's Colonel Green, who was this genocidal background nut mentioned. Huh. People think that he got mentioned like in one episode of the original series and was kind of the idol of the bad guy of the finale for Enterprise. And hmm. the other theory is these Garth of Izar, I think it's pronounced. I've, I hate the original series. I can't watch it really? again. I like the original series. I like the original movies. I hate the original series. I like the series. Have you, oh, now, okay, do you, have you have you seen the, 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 the quick shot, flash cut trailer for the new Star Trek? Yes, I have. Including okay. the ships coming up out of the bay. Did you see? Okay, did, what did you catch? Because I, I thought they were this was they were trying to get fans' attentions with it, but the scene where you have like the little the like the little sort of frosted glass window and the hand up against it, and then you yeah. have the other hand on the other side, and you think Rathacon. Kind of, yeah. Okay, I was making sure that wasn't just me reading into it. That that's. I mean, they're trying not to. They're trying not to piss off the Trekkies any more than they already have. Makes me think that Spock's going to die at the end of this one, and then come back. Well, Again, because of course, because he's fucking Spock, him, Jesus, and Optimus Prime. And if your name, yeah. death is a revolving door. <laughs> it's almost like there was uh, some metaphor you know, pattern involved. That, uh, stories tend to take. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You try loving Spock and see if you can Richie him. You're right. He's the Jesus is a metaphor for Spock. I can Richie him. Oh my God! <laughs> Jesus is a metaphor for Spock. As long and prosper and be peace, excellent to each other. And peace be with you. And also with you. <laughs> uh. Oh, Benedict Cumberbatch. <laughs> the most unintentionally hilarious name. Benediction Cumberbatch. <laughs> and all the fans oh, in the meantime, like In the meantime, uh, as we what's go outside, I'll be struck by lightning. I don't know. Like, what, what's with all these shows coming up on uh, cable networks that nobody Hell ever watched until now? Like AMC. When did AMC become your destination for uh, cable programming? When they decided they could curse on primetime programming. <laughs> the same thing is, you have probably exactly hit the it's nail kind of on like, the head. We can't be like HBO and show nudity. Because HBO, that's what they do. It's like, we can show nudity? Okay. Let's go. That's hey, Ann Paquin, show us those novels <coughs> moves you got. Let's. Uh, and that is HBO's thing. Is all your favorite properties with boobs? Yes. We can turn except the news into a show with boobs. Newsroom has not been pornified. Jack McCoy is going to yes. take off his shirt and show some cleavage. Yeah, I'm, I'm waiting for for the Sam Waterston Olivia Munn. <laughs> I'm going to throw this out here though. In newsroom, um, like Sam Waterston's character in the newsroom is like a war veteran. So if he pulls off his shirt. I want to imagine it's to beat the crap out of someone. I, I want to see Jack McCoy all tatted up with his old marine tattoo. Yes. He should have some scars. We shouldn't make fun of that show. It's a great show. I, lo I love Sam Watterson. I want to have his babies. Let's all have his babies. Uh, but, but seriously, though. Uh, all, all these cable networks... I. Please don't try and theme your cable networks anymore, because I already know what's going to happen. You're just going to end up showing reality TV, G4. 
The sad thing uh, is that it's so true. Uh, last episode of X-Play airs like January 23rd. I haven't watched X-Play in like two years. So. Neither have I. Once they lost their balls, I was like, boom. Well, I mean, in when they were snarky, probably... they were at least funny. Whether or not you agreed with them, they were at least funny. Then they stopped being funny. Are they getting rid of both X-Play and Attack yeah, of the Show? Yeah, Attack of the Show's done. Because I knew Real. that was going to be over. But you know, that's... I didn't know X-Play was going to be over, too. Yeah, yeah. They, everything yeah. that was ever video games about G4 is done. You do make a good now point, it's just though. The cops well, yeah. they they yeah, are rebranding it into like a cops GQ and cheaters kind of yeah. network. But Television you, for douchebags. But you do no, that's yep. Spike. No, you make a really good <laughs> point though that once you theme a network, sooner or later you're going to run out of ideas and you're going to default to reality television. Seriously, um, well, AMC could, isn't. Uh, yeah, Court yeah. TV became true TV because uh, uh, they started making shit up. Yeah, they started making up uh, reality shows, and that's what that's what these networks do. VH1 reality shows because they're cheap, and anyone will be on TV. Yep, yep. You can pay someone next to nothing because they want to be on the what, TV. What's this new one? And I can't remember the network it's on. The All My Babies Mamas. I don't know. I don't, I don't want to. I know. mean, it's like some Atlanta rapper. No. Rapper wannabe no. who has 11 no. children by 10 women. If I gotta shoot a rapper, I will. It is. It happens every day and nobody cares anymore. I'm gonna throw this out here. <laughs> Why are we surprised a house for TV. Why are we surprised about this? We should just not be... It's reality TV. It's been going on for probably nigh into a decade now. I never They're said really... I was surprised. Well, no. If you go back to like the real world and road rules, you can oh, go like, what, 20 years? See, MTV started more. this shit. By not being a, a music television station. Yep. Yep. They and now, the for Cartoon Network no longer shows cartoons. Sci-Fi Channel no longer shows science fiction. We're doomed! Well, not necessarily, because See, what... Themed networks. Part of what this may be is it's hard Who to got away market from share the with all the other ways you can, you know, all the other forms of entertainment. But if you look at, like... Hulu is actually producing some shows exclusively. Netflix, I believe, is Netflix is. Yeah, they're doing the fourth season of fourth season. Yeah, I think fourth season of Arrested Development. So maybe this is just like, like the Exodus. A four. I believe oh, so. So maybe crazy. this is just like the Exodus away from traditional. Yeah, and cable networks. The, the fact that you know, like good HBO is trying to, to hold on to it with everything they can because they only stream on their own app, and you have to have. A cable service to yeah. get it. And... I, I don't remember the last time, <coughs> seriously, I don't remember the last time I actually watched something on TV. When Burn yeah. Notice ends, that's, that's literally going to be it for me in TV. There are several cartoons I've been watching, but if I could find a reliable source online for them, I'd have no need for Because, I mean, other than basically Adventure Time and... Yeah. Um, what else? Young Justice. Uh, Young Justice, which apparently is, I think they are showing more episodes of now, and I have been missing them. Um, what was the other one? I have, I have really been liking the new Ninja Turtles. I'll just say yeah. it. I haven't seen it. I, I have really liked it because if it's it hasn't of, hit Netflix and the like, I have not seen it. It's on Hulu. It actually has a really I, good. I haven't Amazon. really had time. I've really? got Hulu I watched a couple of episodes. Time. It's okay. I, I need like to. it. I think it's got a really good sense of humor. Yeah, it it's is just very different from the original, so it's. Like well, kind of this. So was job, the good. But it's still closer to the original than the last iteration was. I don't even. No, 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 no. The the last iteration was the original, as in the original comics, not the shitty cartoon from the eighties. We 
grew up I on that cartoon. I like that cartoon. Exactly. That, I, that cartoon is Give awful. that up in favor of the original comics. The comics were weren't better. much better, because um, I read the comics a lot when I was a kid. Did you read the... No, no, no. Yeah, not, yeah. The, not the Mirage comics. Not the Archie comics. Um, the, the Archie was the yeah, ones that were I like the, the 80s. And white ones too. They yeah. were kind of like the 80s cartoon, but a little bit more epic scale. Like, I, I, I did read... That was a major thing for me. Every Sunday, when we got done with church, we'd stop by the Jiffy, and I would look for... To look to see if they had the new Ninja Turtles comics. Remember so I had like, a number of the Archie. Remember version. when comics weren't like four bucks mm-hmm. for goddamn 26 pages? Exactly. Because then you could get a Yoohoo with your comic, which it did. Best Sunday after church ever was Ninja Turtles and a Yoohoo and a Mutagen Fried Pie. Yes, those were so fucking good. That was Ninja Turtles Sunday right there. That was freaking awesome. Also, Ninja Turtles cereal. I oh thought my I God. was the one who yep. was supposed to be getting old. We're all getting old. We're Everyone's all getting extremely old. old. But no, I, I like the new version. It is I'm older than the, the new iteration. Than it is not. That's not unusual. It's it's obviously aimed at a little younger group. Mate, well, maybe it is. Maybe I, it I'm, isn't. I'm still not a fan of Rob Paulson not being Raphael. But it, he he does work as Donatello. He's a good I, Donatello. Well, I'm not saying that he's not capable of doing the role of Donatello. I'm just saying, if you've got him there, use him for the right goddamn turtle. <laughs> oh, He's but... right there in the fucking building. Maybe, maybe he wanted to do Donatello. Maybe the he's like, I'm done with Raphael. But this is and it. And the other thing I want, New have York. liked about this one. I don't think he cares. Is he paycheck. He's happy. This this version, you, I, I, it's it's. I think it's much more obvious that they are. They're they're. I think they're playing up the teenage in Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. Like they haven't quite fallen into <coughs> as much of the roles that they'll later inhabit, other than maybe Michelangelo is still a goofball. Because um, they're all a little bit goofy because they're teenagers. Like, Leonardo's the leader, but he's not always very good at it. Um, and he thinks was that he that ever kind of very good at it? Demanding people do what he says. You know, so, all of them kind of have that like misunderstanding of what their role is. Donatello is kind of creepy, though. Really? Just, like the whole like him and the April. Girl, yeah. Yeah. Well, and I also like that the turtles actually look different. Like they are different sizes and shapes. Like Donatello is actually taller than all the others. Uh, I think Raphael may be the shortest one. I mean, there's actually that's because some... he's the Wolverine. Yes. Well, over the years he's been kind of. But but I like the fact Wolverine. that they actually differentiated them a little better, and I think their, their version of Splinter has been pretty good. Well, they were both I, kind I of. I think Raphael is a cross. They, they both Wolverine. kind of were. What and uh, Cyclops. He's he's Easy got uh, Wolverine's aggression with Cyclops douche, uh, douchebaggery. That is actually a really apt description, I think. And Chad's gone. Um, Thank God. He disappeared into the night. But now we can talk about it. And he'll never know. Oh, wait, we're recording. He won't um, listen. <laughs> That's true. No, no one does I'm, I don't completely like their redo of Shredder. Like, the vo- I can't remember who it is they got to do him. It's whoever does every deep voice in every cartoon. Um, what's, he's got three names. Kevin's um, in it might, maybe somewhere. And I'm maybe, blanking. Maybe Michael? No, I'm actually... Uh, I'm blanking on it, too. Is it, it's not Kevin Michael Richardson, is it? Is uh, somebody else? Anyway. You know what? You, you go ahead and keep talking all the way about I'm not necessarily a huge fan of the Shredder. Like, I, I think... Well, I mean, just the design isn't... I mean, it's still good. It's It's... It looks a little bulky, and the voice is a little too deep, I think. It's a little too classic bad guy. Like, ah, I'm going to kill you all. Um, but they got Clancy Brown in it, 
which it was Clancy Brown in that. Unless I'm mistaken, he's the Chuck Norris parody. There's a character that when you first see him, he looks like Chuck Norris. And then he ends up being a giant mutant dog. Fun. Just like Chuck Norris? Yes. Okay. <laughs> and I like how, and unless I've missed some stuff, that Michelangelo keeps naming a lot of the, a lot of the bad guys or, or secondary mutants. But, and like the, the Clancy Brown character, he names Dog Pound because he's a dog and he's pounding us. And he names, and he names the, the alligator Leatherhead because his head is kind of leathery. Because like Leatherhead doesn't have a name, and, and Michelangelo's like, no, 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 I, I, I can do this. I, I'm really good with naming stuff. No, no, no. And the, you're corrected as Kevin Michael Richards. Woohoo for the win! What, what, it, what, what this means is that he's probably functionally retarded because he can't think of good names. He is a little bit retarded. Well, I think the whole point in a good is, way. is kind of the gag that has been used in several other places of like, how did these people get, you know, like, the whole concept of naming superheroes and villains yeah. is doesn't work in gritty reality. One actually now, and one of my favorite sort of re, one of my favorite references in the show was when they tracked down. I think it was like the Purple Dragon or something, and they're hiding out in this tattoo place. And Michael Angel's like, "We should all get tattoos. I'm going to get a tattoo of my face on my face." And when he does it, he puts his hand over his face real quick. And when he does, it's the '80s Michelangelo face. And then he does it back. It's it's the the current design, but I mean it's it, wow. it looks exactly like the '80s Michelangelo. It is so weird, and that's what I like is that sort of weird sense of humor that the show has. So I, I've actually been enjoying it because I got burned out on the the last version, especially when they did like the Ninja Turtles fast forward stuff. I mean, I watched it. I, I was never a huge fan of the four kids version. I don't think anybody was. Um, you it was it's it's like Yu Gi Oh. It's that thing you watched because it was on, not because you liked it. Right. I, I liked a little. I bit thought Yu Gi Oh was the thing like you watched because minutes. you hated yourself. That too. Say what? I liked Yu Gi Oh for about five minutes, and then I was like, yeah, okay, I'm done with it. But by that point, it had sucked me into the point where if it was on, I would watch it, even if I didn't like it. It was on, and I would watch it because it was anime. So you you're a masochist. Yes, a little bit, not sexually. But animation-wise, didn't need that disambiguation. Yeah, didn't need didn't need to think about it. Well, now you are okay. Can't unthink it. Anyway, uh, TV dying a painful reality-based death. Ah, uh, yeah, but again, you know, there may be signs of life elsewhere as things change. No, the internet kind of takes over. No, well, well, the internet is not TV. No, it's not. Uh, the the fact that there are shows on the internet does not make it TV. Eventually, no. But at this point, most of the shows I watch, I either watch on Hulu because I don't, in some cases, don't even know when they come on, or I watch on Netflix like and stay a season behind. Yeah, or that. yeah. So I don't know. I'm perfectly cool with internet TV. Assuming that there's that uh, somebody will still produce something worth watching. Yes. Which... If not, that's what reruns are for. Right. Um, anyway, um, what did you guys get for Christmas that you've been playing and want to talk about or watching? I've been, um, well, it was actually a week or two ago that I finished uh, Dishonored for the 360. <coughs> 
Which that has been an interesting game. It was I, I didn't know exactly what to expect on YouTube because I hadn't read any reviews or seen anything about it. Um, but it it has been it was a really interesting game. And then after talking with someone else that was playing, because I mean basically the idea is like you're the Lord Protector of this Empress. Um, she ends up dying. You're framed for her murder. Um, and then the world it ha inhabits is is it's not quite steampunk. It's sort of nineteenth, late nineteenth or nineteenth to some part twentieth century. Somehow, so somebody has figured out how to take. And it happens on not Earth because when you actually see a, um, there's a few parts where you sort of see either depictions of or a whale, and a whale in this looks nothing like a whale on Earth. I mean, it's sort of similar but different. Um, but someone's figured out a way to take whale oil and convert it into something called lightning oil, which is somewhere, so, somewhat not too unlike gasoline or electricity. Um, and it basically allows for street lights. So you have these sort of 19th century looking towns or walled towns, but you see cables running through them and street lights, and they've got these electric walls and security systems and stuff well, like that. That's... Aside from security systems, that's acceptably Edwardian area, and and it's um, it, and then there and then the other sort of side part of it is there's this plague that is not too unlike. I mean, it's it's basically kind of like the Black Plague, except it sort of turns you into a zombie. Um, or the people in the last stages of it are usually kind of out of it and will just attack people, and and they sort of act like zombies. But anyway, um. And then you go on a quest to sort of take vengeance upon the people that that framed you, or that or that may have in fact killed the empress. And along the way, you get sort of I don't know recruited, whatever, by this neither neither good nor evil supernatural deityish figure called the Outsider, um, who gives you uh, magic powers. So you got this combination of like sort of fancy gear um, that you can upgrade and magic that you can upgrade, and then it gives the game gives you a lot of ver and then you go through you know killing these people or not depending on how you're playing the game, and supposedly depending on how you play the game has some can have repercussions on later parts of the game and um, the ending, uh, down to little things like the more bodies you leave lying around after missions the next Later on in the game, there'll be more like rat swarms that would attack you, or weepers, which are the zombie-like uh, plague afflicted. Um, but then I was talking to somebody else who had also finished the game, and I was like, "Yeah, I found the the last boss on this like widow's walk area." And he's like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, they were up on this up on this like sort of widow's walk, and they were arguing in the rain and, and on the on the edge of falling over into the ocean." And he's like, "No, when I was playing it, they were in this they were in this library, and and I just." And and then two other characters that are not quite bosses. When he found them, they were already dead. And when I found them, they were in a completely different part of the la of the stage, and were still both alive. I and I don't know what I did different than he did. So it's re so I and I'm now I'm going back through and going to try replaying it, just murderifying everybody <laughs> to see if I get a totally because I tried to be kind of non lethal and and didn't do necessarily a great job of it, but. Now you're just gonna go, yeah, just just murder, death, rage, kill, and just take out everybody and see. Like, like people don't even have to kill. I'm just gonna go to town on them. Screw it. 
You hear? Yeah. Wrong place. I thought killing yeah. people was kind of the point of video games. Yeah. You've been listening to the NRA, sir. But, so it's an interesting You mean to tell me the NRA would lie to me about guns? Hey, the the NRA had a very uh, great point about, uh, you know, Bulletstorm, a game about shooting guns, teaching kids how to kill people using guns. (laughs) Yep. Hey, if I find a, if I find a gun and point it at someone, they'll die. Simple point and click interface. Yes. Um... So yeah, it's a very good game, and, and yeah, it encourages right. or it gives you the opportunity to do to do missions in a couple different ways, like lethal or non-lethal, stealth or guns blazing. Although that's generally going to get you killed. Um, and then like you can get into places like either through the front door, through the sewers, on rooftops, which was my preference. Click, click, click. Yep. <laughs> so I, I it, it's been a, it's been an interesting game that actually I, I don't necessarily get a lot of replay value out of games. This is the first game in a long time that I've actually started back over to see what will happen. Different. Uh, probably the last game since, and I'm I'm probably not wrong. Chrono Trigger that actually has encouraged wow. me to go back and play again. That's scary. Chrono Trigger, Trigger was so far ahead of its time as yes. far as multiple endings and. Yep. Why, tell me why every game doesn't do that. In, including, like, Madden, NFL, 20... I mean, every game should allow you to, to start back over well, with everything and replay okay, for different I, endings. I agree I agree on the new game plus. Like, I want to see one where, at the end, you find Madden... You have to go hunt down Madden with a shotgun and, like, shoot him in the face. I want that as an option. Hmm. That's and if you do, will it cancel and... Madden 2014? <laughs> that, that should be in the credits. Like you should see the alternate. That should be the alternate histories, the alternate endings. Like, and then there was no Madden 2014. Just NFL football 2014 from EA or from Sega, if we're lucky, because they made a better game than uh, EA did, and that's why uh, EA has exclusive <laughs> NFL rights because they wanted Sega the fuck out of there. So anybody else? Um, I don't know. I didn't really. I haven't been looking at playing a lot of games at this point, so I didn't really get any games. I bought my sister and her husband a game called Elder Sign, mm-hmm. which is it's in the is Arkham it, Horror is universe. It's a base game. No. <laughs> I saw the Elder Sign, and it's, it opened up my mind, and I am crazy now. No, but it's it's a really good game because it's it maintains all the teamwork aspects of Arkham Horror, and it's a completely different game, completely different system, but they use a lot of the same vocabulary. Squamous? Squamous system. So. Don't turn around. No, I mean, like, <laughs> they, they use a lot of the same concepts, but um, it's much less work to actually play. It's much easier to just sit down, play, done. That's cool, because my problem with Arkham Horror was, I mean, there's yeah. There's a setup, and it takes a long time to play. Your and you have to remember right, all these things. And you're going to lose. I love it, but it does take a lot of paying attention to what is, you know, like uh, making sure you don't forget anything. And also, I've been going back through and playing some games that I kind of have on my backlog. Played FTL for a while. It's okay. It's super hard. And so... Faster than light, by the way. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because I was wondering, too, I was like, what the fuck's an FTL? Or for the know? lose. Yeah, for the lose. Because you die a lot. It's it's a really tough game. But I 
I kind of got tired of that because I don't want to dig into it. And I started playing uh, Reseteer and Item Shop's Tale, which is a... Not quite a JRPG game, but it's kind of like a J adventure game. A Jewish role-playing game? Yes. Gosh. That's yeah. a awesome. J-date. Um, J-date the game. <laughs> but... J-date sim. Um... Oh, J-dating sim. It's very much a farming <laughs> game because you play... J-date, get on it. You play the owner of an item shop in, like, an RPG world, town. And you have to basically contract with adventurers to go into the dungeons, and, and there you control the adventurers. And then to get items that you can then sell. And um, Oh, that is weird. There's wow, a, so it's the behind-the-scenes economy of a typical RPG. Yes. yes. That is interesting. And there's kind of, like, Plus, as you level up, that's... more options open up to you. I kind of like the concept. Yeah. I, it's on a time. The concept sounds kind of good, but it also sounds kind of like they've run out of ideas for the actual RPG, so they're just like, <laughs> let's go back and tell this, tell this story from a different viewpoint. It, it kind of, having, having seen a lot of J- Japanese JRPG style adventure games. Are they what it stands for? What? Man, you honestly did not know. I that. thought those Jews just loved themselves <laughs> some effeminate uh, hero boys. Okay. I thought it was Jewish rocket propelled guns. But the, the the thing about the game is yes, we all know what it what it actually means. It's um it, it does require a lot of farming, and to advance because it's kind of on a timer. You you owe money every week. So is farming is this Harvest Moon? Sort of. This, this now um, it's starting to sound like a lot of other games. Well, okay. <laughs> that we all hate. The question is, does it begin to explain how a shop has? You know, fifty dozen of this particular item, and none of one of the one that the a- adventurer would actually use. Not really, because you can you can buy from like the the merchants guild or, or the market, and there are you know common items that you can buy as many as you want, and then rare items that you only buy one of. That's some serious middlemaning. Um, right? yeah, but like I'm gonna go to a different shop in town. And buy his stock. The main way you advance is you fight through dungeons, you unlock more dungeons, you unlock more adventurers, you get gather a bunch of ingredients, and then you do crafting, which, you know, will give you higher priced Arts and crafting? And eventually you earn enough money to buy your own congressman and have tax breaks put into law for you. But so, <laughs> That would so actually the, be interesting. The way you advance is by leveling up your merchant <laughs> level, leveling up the adventurers, <laughs> and then unlocking new dungeons. And you're on a timer, which means you have to do this, you know, because the the payments ramp up every week. And if you miss a payment, you get to keep all your levels. You just start back over at the beginning. Um, the problem is unlocking a lot of characters in dungeons means paying attention to the very trope-heavy cutscenes. And I kind of got tired of that. So mm. it's still addictive, but I don't know. Speaking of the fiscal cliff, I I had no idea what that was. I thought it was a rapper that uh, was rapping about the uh, fiscal responsibility, you know, saving so much out of your paycheck each. Uh, I like that, Cliffy F. I I enjoy your interpretation. I think someone needs to do that. Hollywood, get on it. Oh. Anyone have anything else they've played? Um. I obviously got some games for Christmas because it's all I ever asked for for Christmas. <laughs> it's all I ever ask. All I ever asked for, damn it! Um, I've almost finished all the. Uh, I finished the main three campaigns of Resident Evil Six. Um, I'm on Ada's campaign right now. 
I've heard a lot of shit talk about this game, and the only thing I can really say about it is it's a lot like Resident Evil 4 in uh, the fact that it uses a lot of quick time events. But people fucking loved Resident Evil 4. Um, I, I enjoyed having the different campaigns because um, I'm really fucking bored with, with Chris Redfield and where they've gone <laughs> with that direction because they've just made him generic western muscle man soldier guy. Mm-hmm. And he's not interesting at all. Like in this game, he uh, you know, he lost his memory because he lost all of his men uh, on a mission. And I'm like, yeah, that's never happened. <laughs> um, amnesia? No, Wait, that, amnesia is, that is a novelty. Amnesia in a, in a game, and uh, also losing all your men in a tragic uh, mission gone wrong. No, there, that's novel. More especially, games should try especially that. Especially in a Resident Evil game where everybody lives all the time. <laughs> that should be their, that should be how they, they sell it. They should have made it <laughs> Resident Evil. Everybody accident. lives all the time. <laughs> yes. They should have made it a tragic barbecue accident. Then it would have been original. Then it would have been at least uh, Then it would have been Baba Resident Evil 7. Everybody lives all the time. But but What's the way wrong they with that? But the way they did is that they broke it up into Campaigns. Each of the campaigns is about five hours or so long to play through. Oh, wow. um, and you see events, obviously, from different perspectives. Uh, they intersect in a lot of different places. Um, there's some new characters uh, introduced to the series. I don't consider myself like a hardcore Resident Evil fan. Um, 4 was the first game that I played and actually liked enough to finish. Because um, like the early Resident Evil games, I really didn't care for because... It was that god awful. Your character moves like a tank. You have to turn. <laughs> you have to rotate them around 180 degrees. You can't just press down on the fucking controller and make them go down. No, that it had to be an ordeal. <laughs> um, and then you stop. It, That's you know, a simulation the, of their psychological state. If you think about it that way... If you think about it that way, it still fucking if, sucks. If you have to think about it that way, you're putting way too much time into trying to like a game. Yeah. You're, you're being creative, though. I, I I think I am part of the problem when it comes to a lot of hardcore Resident Evil fans' uh, complaints about the series, about it becoming an action game instead of a survival horror game, because I hate the survival horror genre. Yeah, um, so, Some of the stories can be interesting, but... If you've ever actually played, like, an old-school Resident Evil or Silent Hill, it's a fucking chore. <laughs> it's a fucking chore. You have to really like survival horror. And I'm never, I'm not a fan of zombies, vampires, werewolves, unless I'm actively killing them in an interesting setting. Like, Castlevania, Vampire Hunter D, that sort of thing I like. Um, but just, like, generic, you know... Walking Dead, Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, not I'm not terribly interested in. Um, never have been. Ditto. Um, but the game would would be a lot more fun because it's definitely designed around cooperative play. Although you can play it single player, which is what I've been doing. Um, <coughs> the only major complaint is that towards the end of two of the three campaigns I've finished so far, had a real shortage of ammunition uh, for the last boss fight. Hmm. Where I've just really had to wait for the AI-controlled guy to do something, and that can take forever. Oh, wow. Um, Can't you just whack the AI-controlled guy and take his gun? Take no. his gun? <laughs> no, that's, that's not how it works. That sucks, though. 
Because it's like, I have no ammo. I can't do a goddamn thing. You know, I mean, Weird. seriously, when you have no ammo, why not knock out the computer-controlled teammate? He's going to die anyway or be a liability. If they programmed it like that, then playing online would be just like the same kind of hell that every other game online is. <laughs> yes. Where you have some asshole trying to do something because he thinks it thinks it's funny. Like, I'm going to kill you and take your ammo. Lol. And then, and then quit the game. Right at the end. <laughs> because people are fucking retarded on the internet. Yes. Yep. What sucks is playing multiplayer with friendly fire. People are retarded off fire. the internet. They're not that retarded. If somebody was that retarded to your face, they wouldn't do it anymore. Because you would get punched in the face all the fucking time. Yeah. The most <laughs> annoying thing I've ever seen online, it happens on Call of Duty when you're playing hardcore, where friendly fire is redirected back at you. Uh-huh. So if you hit a teammate, you die. And if somebody doesn't like what you're doing, they'll just stand in front of you to where you can't do anything. But if you kill them, it's just going to kill you. Well, you know what? Uh, you, you just use them as a human shield at that point. The problem is, they only ever did that to me when I was trying to hide and snipe. Like They were trying to be as obvious as possible while ruining my vantage point while I'm trying to be uh, subtle. Oh, assholes. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, but I've, I've generally enjoyed it. Um, I, I don't get a lot of the complaints like, oh, it's so QTE heavy. So is Resident Evil 4. In that game, everybody fucking loved the hell, hell of it when it came out. So. How dare you be like that other thing we loved? It'd just be a uh, people getting more and more tired of quick time events or something. I don't well, know. Because that's, that's, that's become more and more of a complaint, it seems like. That's fine, but I mean, you know, they, I don't think they're going to change that anytime soon. Nah. Like they they just did a reimagining of the entire series, you know, a few games ago. I don't think they're going to uh reimagine it once again. Yeah. Cuz that requires a lot of imagination. It, it, yeah. frankly, it probably just needs to end. Like they just they just need to end it. Cuz Wesker at this point is quote unquote dead. And I say that because he's dead Larry dead. He's <laughs> yeah. never coming back. Yeah, it's, it's like, uh, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he came back, but is it the problem a lot of games like that have that they get just so convoluted at the end that, you know... Well, like, at, at the end of Resident Evil 6, I'm just kind of like, okay, I just stopped another zombie outbreak, but I don't really feel like anything's happened. Okay. I mean, like, the whole... Like, Kingdom Hearts. Like, yeah, I'm sure if you played it from the beginning, you would you would totally feel natural, but every time you hear something about it... I don't it, think like, so, because... Spoilers. At the end of Resident Evil 5... Chris kills Wesker. And Wesker had, at up to that point, been, you know, the overarching bad guy of the entire franchise. In 6, he's nowhere to be found. They introduce his kid, who is, you know, this anti-hero, because uh, he inherited all of Wesker's uh, genetics, which means he's so immune. Card. Yeah, he's, he's immune to the zombie virus and whatnot. So, one of the campaigns is, you're playing... Uh, a chick who first showed up in Resident Evil 2, uh, who's now with uh, National Security and is, you know, hired to, or has been assigned to bring him over and uh, bring him in so they can develop a vaccine for the zombie outbreak virus. And uh, he's, he's an asshole and, and blah, blah, blah. And at the end, it's, you know, he, he becomes the uh, obvious, you know, good guy, anti-hero, Rides off on his motorcycle, and I'm like, 
Because of course yeah. he rides a motorcycle. Of course he does. He's a bad boy. He's a bad boy, Dylan. Oh, yes. oh, the girls, they love themselves some Next bad thing boys. you know, you're going to be surprised to hear that he wears a long coat. Uh, he does not wear a long coat I'm surprised yet. to hear that he yeah. doesn't. But he wears a leather coat, doesn't he? No, he doesn't wear a coat yet. That was Wesker's thing. He had okay. the Please coat. tell me he wears no clothes at all. <laughs> no. Naked Antihero. That's a Naked. surprise! I want to start, I want to create my own movie franchise called Naked Antihero. And you gotta spell it naked. Any uh, my my favorite <laughs> new addition to the cast though is in Leon's campaign. His partner is Helena, and she has gotten ass. Like I I I had to stop and and uh, show it to Jen. I was like, Jen, you've got to fucking see this. Like you've got to see the ass on this woman. Like you you've never seen an ass this big on a video game character. <laughs> I'm gonna have to show you guys later now. Half of her body weight is ass. It's all ass. <laughs> she's an ass with legs and a face. And she's voiced by Laura Bailey. Shoutouts to Laura Bailey. I really like the voice cast in this game. Cool. Because um, it's got Matthew Mercer, Laura Bailey, uh, Roger Craig Smith, uh, Courtney Taylor, um, Troy Baker... Gary Lowenthal plays a bit character. He's one of uh, Chris Redfield's men who dies horribly. Oh, yeah. Apparently, a lot of them did like the motion capture and stuff too. So, hmm, that's cool. Um, I played a little bit of uh, Assassin's Creed Three, but I haven't gotten into that one much yet. I still haven't actually gotten to the point where you play as the guy in the box. That's how early in I am. <laughs> Maybe an hour into it or something. Hour into it, and you're still not the guy on the box? No. That is a problem. That is a problem with the game. That's a feature. That is not a feature. <laughs> <laughs> that that would be like if uh, they put Raiden on the box of Metal Gear Solid 2, and you, know, you spend those first four hours as a snake. <laughs> well, it wouldn't be quite the epic troll that it was. That, hey, here's here's a guy who's not snake. You're going to be playing the game as him. Enjoy. And then once you hate him really, really badly, we're going to turn him into a badass cyborg ninja that you're not going to go play as. So fuck you! Huh? Little bitter? No, I, I love Hideo Kojima. Such an asshole. Let's, uh, let's all have his babies. And uh, also, Cicely from, from Game Marks, if you're listening to this, fuck you. Because Thank she, God, somebody needed to say it. She she mentioned on Twitter wow. uh, somebody gave her <laughs> somebody gave her a copy of RPG Maker for PC. And I used to do RPG Maker on PlayStation 1, uh, which that was just a horrible fucking ordeal, but um, I downloaded like the 30-day trial version, and I think you can get this game on Steam, but uh, God damn it, I never wanted to be sucked back into making RPGs ever again. But now I find myself doing it and uh, just figuring out the system and how everything works and putting in placeholder dialogue that's as lewd as I can possibly make it. <laughs> that's the best kind of placeholder. Lewd. Because I, I was trying to figure out you know, how to uh, set it up to where you can't leave the starting area until you go and talk to somebody. Um, and, you know, there's... there's certain triggers that you can set up for that. But right now, the trigger is, you go talk to the queen, she asks you if you want to have sex. If you say yes, uh, you know, the, the event is triggered, and then you can leave. If you say no, she kills you, and it's game over. <laughs> so. So, 
When a queen asks you if you want sex, you, you say, say yes. Although well, I like your uh, assertion that lewd text is the best kind of placeholder text. Like, apparently instead of using lorem ipsum, you use uh, hey baby. Yes. Okay. It, well, it's just one of those things where if you're sitting there trying to be serious and trying yes. to make, make this game, you're going to get severely fucking <laughs> frustrated because it is going to take you forever to get through everything. At this point, I'm just learning concepts and trying to manipulate the system and figure out what I can do and how I can get it to work. So when I'm, you know, staging these events and it prompts me, you know, for some sort of text, I'm like, I can either just, you know, mash on the keyboard or I can put something in here that'll make me laugh, you know, maybe exactly. once. And this, is, and this is a good point. If you are designing a game and you're having to put in placeholder dialogue to come back, let's say, and if, if it's an RPG, there's a good chance you're going to forget to come back. There, there's always the chance that you're going to forget some little piece of dialogue Yes. And you're going to leave in the placeholder. What is more exciting, random Latin or a a very lewd come on? Let's be honest. In Which theory, would you rather find if you were playing the game? In theory, if you're doing placeholders, I think you would put like, you know, like, put such and such script here. And that's all it says. That would be funny. That's hilarious. It is, but something about boobs would be funnier. Well, it's just one of those... Place boobs That's here. Helpful. Insert boobs here. I, I'm not making this game for anybody else right now. It's not like I'm, I'm crafting a serious <laughs> exactly. story. Well, placeholder dialogue should always be, put place penis here, or insert well, penis later. I, I, I'm going to have to make a uh, event tree that eventually one of the options is put it in. Please do. Gosh. Or get on it. Oh, yes. I think we've hit a new low. No, no, no. no, no. This is a, this is a very old low for us. This is mild. Yes. mild. In fact, if anything, it's a new high. So the old low is the new high for us. <laughs> uh, I thought the new high was bath salts. That's true. That's what it gives is. you the flesh-eating virus. It is the new meth, and meth is the new moonshine. So there you go. <laughs> and moonshine is the new in thing, the new hipster drink. Moonshine is a legitimate thing now, so maybe meth yep. will be a legitimate thing in 40 years. <laughs> Legalized meth, it never hurt anybody. Legalize it. Uh, but it won't be like the, the good old radiator meth you're. Uh, <laughs> They'll have developed a new meth that is it, not be, addictive. You know, like, just like the moonshine you buy in liquor stores now won't make you blind because it was run through copper tubing. You know, the meth it won't wasn't the you know, make your teeth fall out. It was the radiator. Or radiator, whatever. <laughs> anyway. Because yeah. what was it in the radiator? Is it lead or mercury? Or? Yep. It's one of Lead. Okay. And antifreeze. <laughs> mercury. They used lead popping and, and old radiators with antifreeze in it. That's why... Let's be honest, though. If you were doing that... You started off stupid enough. Like, no one's going to miss you when you're gone. Oh! Let's be honest. It's dark. If you make a still using a radiator, you probably already had a little lead in your system to begin with. You may have eaten a, a few paint chips. You mean wall candy. <laughs> exactly. Oh. Oh. Oh, and on that note. I stole that from Penny Arcade. Just remember, the Romans added lead to wine to improve its flavor. Holy crap, no wonder their empire That's why the empire fell. Of course the, the barbarians were smarter. Actually, up until like the 16th, 17th, 18th century, there was, you could 
it was still acceptable to put lead in wine as a sweetener. Mm-hmm. Yeah, think about it. Thank God we live in these times. Yep. I know. How did it take man so long <laughs> to figure out lead was bad? Yes, I understand trial and error, but a couple, a thousand or so years should be more than enough. Now we just sweeten everything with high fructose corn syrup. Imagine, yeah. imagine what in a thousand wrong? years when they find out that it was creating insane people. <laughs> yes. A whole race insane, of high fructose hillbillies. <laughs> insane people who do things like sit around and record shit for the internet that no one will listen to. Damn you high fructose corn syrup. It's made out of corn and lots of other shit. <laughs> Times like this. I wish we were a video podcast because I'm shaking my can of Mountain Dew in front of the Mountain camera. Mountain Dew tall boy. Imaginary <laughs> camera. Mountain Dew tall boy. <laughs> oh, Mountain Dew high life. High life. <laughs> it is a large can of Mountain Dew. It's the kind of thing that you could get, like, you know. I wish they produced Mountain Dew in mini kegs. That's the next step, what, is mini Woo! Keg stands! What do you do on the chainsaw of a fake podcast? Drink Dew. Drink Fodies. We try to explode our hearts. Mountain Dew started out as a uh, term Term for moonshine, so we are back full circle. Woohoo! Circularity! All we need is some Colt 45. No. No. All right. All we need is love. Uh, I think think I'm just going to call this one. Yeah, end it. Put it out of its misery. Time of death. (laughs) 5.26 p.m. (laughs) Yep. Thanks for listening. I'm calling it. Facebook, Twitter, we're on those things. Whatever. Yes, email us because we love you. Podcast at chainsawbuffet.com. Podcast at <laughs> Apply to the forehead. <laughs> Apply directly to the forehead. Apply directly to the forehead. Podcast at chainsawbuffet.com. Apply directly to the forehead. Podcast at chainsawbuffet.com. Apply directly to the forehead. Podcast at chainsawbuffet.com. Place penis in later. Vagina. <laughs> Fly penis directly to the forehead. <laughs> oh, that's a penis beating penis right there. Penis at chainsawbuffet.com. I oh. think I think that will go to us eventually. <laughs> I don't know what the catch-all account is. It may be mine. I hope it's I think it is mine. Chainsawbuffet.com. <laughs> oh.